Hey community, this is Priscellis from the Yes and Amen podcast, where we have conversations, testimonies, and meditations. This is a meditation episode, so find a comfortable place and let's get started. Hey community, welcome to another episode of meditation. We invite you to just enter into stillness, into slowness, try to relax your breath and your mind, slow everything down so you can truly receive what the Lord is inviting you to in the scripture. Um, it is Holy Week and for many people celebrate some days in it, maybe just Good Friday, some people celebrate Passover and so we're just going to, we're going to read a scripture that in many ways leads us to understanding all of Holy Week, all of really of our faith, of how we get to walk as followers of Christ because of what this week means. So I want to invite you to slow down, take a deep breath in, and exhale it out as I open us up in prayer and begin our scripture reading. Jesus, Jesus, thank you. Thank you that we get to follow you. Thank you that we get to be saved by you. Thank you that we get to be your friend. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we get to be like you, see you as the truth, the way, and the life. And so in this scripture, as we meditate, God, I ask that you just guide our time, that we will humble ourselves, quiet ourselves, to hear what you want to share with us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So today's scripture is based on Philippians 2, verses 5 to 11. And in the scripture, it's really, it's inviting us to be like Christ, right? And that, that's really the whole and biggest invitation of being a Christian, is to be like Christ, is to die to ourselves, die to our flesh, pick up our cross, and to be like Christ. Um, that's how we were originally were made to be, in, in, as image bearers, in thinking about Imago Day in Genesis. God made us in His image, in the image of Jesus. And so really the scripture is inviting us to remember that, to adopt that in our everyday life. And so I'm going to read the scripture here. Verse 5 begins with, Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. So there's a lot of different things in here. So we're going to start actually with verse 5, meditating on verse 5. It simply says, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus. So here's a moment we're invited to think about. 
what are the attitudes of Christ Jesus? What are his behaviors? How does he act? How does he speak? How does he think? How does he feel? How does he respond? How does he not respond? What does he do in different situations? And the beautiful thing is that we don't need to guess these things. <laughs> They're all in the Gospels, even in the Old Testament. So we actually get to adopt a way of being like Christ with actual understanding of how he is. And so how perhaps first are you already like Christ? What characteristics do you have that are like him? Maybe you're a kind person. Maybe you're naturally humble and generous. Maybe you have deep compassion for others. What is it within you that is like Christ already? And now think about ways that you can be more like Christ in his attitude, his heart, his behavior. And it's not something you need to strive for that doesn't have to be a goal that you set, but simply something you tell the Lord and say, God, I want to be more kind. I want to be more generous. I want to be known as a forgiving person. And the Lord will make opportunities and experiences and even people within your life to help you get there. Because the beauty of our journey with the Lord is that it's lifelong. We, have, we will never arrive. And so the scripture continues in verse 6 saying, Who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. So if someone ever doubts if Jesus is God, He is. He is has the equality of God. He is one of the Trinity. He is God. But he did not use that as exploitation in his ministry, in his communication with people, and how he did ministry within the world. In being God and how people responded to him or reacted to him, he could have behaved differently. But he chose to be humble. He chose to respond with kindness and compassion while also responding with firmness and truth. And verse 7 says that he instead emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant. And this is the scripture that really gets me in thinking about this week as of Holy Week. Because Jesus washed Judas's feet. Judas's feet. His filthy feet. Not just thinking physically, but metaphorically too. He considered himself a servant of all, of yes, those who would worship him and claim him as king, but also to those who wouldn't, to those who would betray him, to those he would consider enemy. Even those people, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant. How do we get to empty ourselves of ego and pride and position and degrees and all these things? to truly position ourselves as a way to be a servant. In another scripture in the word of God, it says that the Lord Jesus did not come 
to be served, but to serve. And so again, if we're going to adopt an attitude like Jesus, then that should be our main purpose while on this side of eternity. That we will not come and show up in places and be in places waiting to be served, but prepared to serve others always in our everyday life, our spouses, our children, our church, our neighborhoods, the people we don't notice when we go to Rite Aid and we go to the supermarket, to serve all people. It says here in the, in the word, taking on the likeness of humanity when he had come as a man. And so here we actually get to do the opposite of him. We get to try to take the likeness of God by being like him. And here it says, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And what that invites us to is, is maybe not a physical death, but an actual everyday fleshly death, a spiritual death, to leave what we have held on to so long, the comforts, the 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 consistent sins that we are falling into by not putting to death ourselves to follow God and love God and love others well and even love ourselves well. This is another example of what Jesus did on Holy Week. Even on the cross, he said, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. And even there, he humbled himself while he was dying and he put to death his flesh even though he was sinless and said Lord your will not mine forgive them what a beautiful gift that that is that we get to receive that the Lord is our intercessor hallelujah Jesus has been interceding for you all of your life so in moments that you feel perhaps that no one is praying for you, there's no one to go to with your prayer requests and your worries and your battles and your struggles, please know that Jesus is interceding for you. Take a moment to receive that. What does that mean for your life? Your longest desire the thing that you want the breakthrough the most in, restoration the most in, Jesus himself, right in this very moment, is interceding for you in that thing. Verse 9 continues to say, For this reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, someone who was a servant, someone who came to serve, someone who was mistreated and bullied and abused. God said, this is my son. He has the name that is above all names. And that can mean a lot of different things in different contexts. But in some ways, it really just means that Jesus' name has power. When we proclaim the name of Jesus, when we say in Jesus' name, 
when we speak Jesus' name over our problems and our situations and our circumstances, when we speak Jesus' name over our family, over our spouse, over our friends, over our finance, something happens because it is the name above all names. It is the name that every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord. And so we close this meditation in really trying to fixate our eyes on Jesus as our King, the King who chose to serve us, the King who chose to die for us, the King who chose to take the consequence of our sin, the King who intercedes for us, the King who came to show us the way, the truth, and the life, the King that will wash our feet on our worst day in our deepest sin, the King who will forgive us, the King who will restore us and heal us, the King that will be there for us regardless of what we do, what we think, and what we say, the King that will meet us where we are, the King that will provide people and experiences and provision for us to keep going, the King that will sustain us, the King that will help us, and the King who loves us. So I would invite you in this week as we continue to both grieve and celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus, that we can be reminded that we get to adopt an attitude as Christ, that we get to walk in the way of Jesus, and that we can learn so many things from him and embrace all he has to offer us. We simply just have to open our arms. Jesus, we thank you that you are the king above all kings. You have the name above all names and that you are our intercessor in all situations and circumstances. We give you glory. We are grateful that we get to celebrate your resurrection this week and your life, that you are our living God. And because of that, we get to live. We get to have an abundant life, a joyful life, a life that you say is good, even when we have troubling moments and seasons. We trust you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Uh, friends, I would invite you on our website, wearefullcollective.com. We actually have a Holy Week Bible study. So check that out. You don't have to only use it and apply it on Holy Week, but we invite you to use it and have it guide you throughout this week or any week that you want to do an eight-day Bible study. And maybe do it alongside a friend. We are so grateful that you get to tune in with us in this week. And make sure you check out the next few episodes that we have coming up. I pray that meditation blessed you. Please be encouraged that you can do meditations anywhere at any time. And the Bible invites us to meditate on the Word of God. And so I pray that um, this time blessed you and that we can stay connected. Join us for another meditation episode or a conversation soon. Be blessed. God is with you.